0: host, the Hall of Famer, Aaron, Rumsey, and persona non grata, Daniel Hudson. Stories are running a cycle on the news to where we almost become sick of them. Crimes and mysteries oftentimes end up never getting answered. Did the family get justice for their loved one? Was the accused even guilty? Welcome to the aftermath, where we try to answer some of the mysteries we forgot about due to life smacking us in the face with more happenings. Forgotten Story The Disappearance of Natalie Holloway on May 30th, 2005, while on a senior trip in Aruba, 18-year-old Natalie Ann Holloway disappeared reportedly on the evening of May 29, 2005. Holloway and a large group of students went to Carlos and Charlie's nightclub in Aruba. When Carlos and Charlie's closed around 1 a.m., some of the group headed back to the Holiday Inn where they were staying, and the others gathered in various area bars. Holloway was last seen around 1.30 a.m. leaving the area in a silver Honda with three young males, Jordan Vandersloot, Depak Kalpo, and Satish Kalpo. Holloway did not return to her hotel room, and her personal belongings remained in the room. On the morning of May 30, 2005, when the Mountain Brook group was scheduled to meet in the lobby of the hotel in preparation for their departure from Aruba, Holloway never joined them. The Mountain Brook group returned to the United States, however Holloway's whereabouts remain unknown. May 30, 2005. After friends are unavailable to locate Holloway in their hotel, her passport and bags remain untouched in her room. A chaperone relays the news to Holloway's mother, Beth Holloway Twitty. That night, Twitty and her husband, Jug Holloway, stepfather, and family friends arrive in Aruba on a rented jet. Their questioning takes them to the Holiday Inn, to Carlos and Charlie's, and eventually to the Vandersloot home in Nord. June 1st, 2005, the first local search team is organized. Although Holloway is not officially missing yet, a group of approximately 100 tourists and and various locals start combing the area in the coming weeks. The search expands into a volunteer team from Texas Arubian police, Dutch Marines, and three F 16 fighter planes from the Netherlands, though none are able to ever locate any sign of Holloway. June 9, 2005, Vandersloot and Calpo brothers are taken into custody. Under pressure from the Twitties and government officials, Deputy Police Chief arrest the three young men who were spotted last with Holloway. The suspects now changed their story, with the Cowpo brothers claiming they had dropped their friend, and Holloway, off at the beach near the Holiday Inn, and Vandersloot insisting he had, left her th- he had left her there to walk home. July 4, 2005, a judge orders the release of the Calpos. It's also announced that Vandersloot will be held for another 60 days. No reason is given for the judge's decision. July 17, 2005, Hair strands raise hope for a breakthrough. The strands are found on a piece of duct tape in Aruba's northeast coast and sent to the FBI crime lab in Quantico, Virginia. The results come back as not a match with Natalie. July 26, 2005, investigators begin draining a pond. When a tip is received from a gardener who claimed to have seen Vandersloot and the cowpost digging next to the nearby Marriott Hotel, authorities start draining the pond across from the Marriott. They abandoned their effort on July 30th. September 3rd, 2005, Vandersloot and his cohorts are set free. One week after the Kalpos are rearrested, the brothers and Vandersloot are released from prison on the condition that they remain available to the police. The investigation continues. The lead officer tells reporters the case of Natalie Holloway has not concluded with these releases. March 3, 2006, Vandersloot gives his side of the story to Fox News. With an interview with Fox News' Greta Van Sestren that airs over the course of three nights, Vandersloot recalls the details of his time with Holloway, from drinking with her at the bar and leaving her behind at the beach, addressing some unusual elements of his story, such as why his shoes were missing that night. December 14, 2006, Holloway's parents take legal action against the Cowpo brothers. Twitty and Holloway's father, Dave Holloway, take aim at the other two primary suspects and file a wrongful death suit against the Cowpo brothers in Los Angeles Superior Court. However, the location once again proves to be their undoing as the judge dismisses the suit over lack of jurisdiction in June 2007. November 21, 2007, Vandersloot and the Calpo brothers are arrested yet again. Vandersloot is apprehended in the Netherlands, where he goes to school, while the cowpos are held in Aruba after the emergence of what is described as, quote, new incriminating evidence. However, the evidence falls short and fails to move the case forward, and all three suspects are again released by December 7th. February 3rd, 2008. Vandersloot says Holloway's body was dumped at sea. In a broadcast of hidden camera footage set up by Dutch reporter Peter DeVries, Vandersloot tells an associate that Holloway had collapsed when they were both on the beach together, and he was unable to revive her, and he had a friend help dispose of her body from a boat. Made aware of his alleged confession was recorded, Vandersloot insists he was lying at the time. March 29, 2010, Vandersloot seeks financial arrangement. In an email to Twitty's lawyer, John Q. Kelly, Vandersloot offers to reveal the location of Holloway's body in exchange for $25,000 up front and another $225,000 to come. Kelly agrees and relays the information to the FBI. May 30, 2010, Vandersloot kills a young woman in Peru. Five years after the disappearance of Holloway, Vandersloot kills 21 year old Stephanie Flores Ramirez in his hotel room in Lima, Peru. Her body is not immediately discovered, however, as her killer had left instructions that the hotel staff was not allowed to enter his room. January 12, 2012, Holloway is officially declared dead. As a request of Holloway's father, and against the wishes of her mother, Holloway is formally declared dead by an Alabama judge. Beth's position is she has no proof or indication that Holloway is still alive, but absent of any proof or indication that she is dead, she always wants to hang on to that slight get glimmer of hope," her lawyer says. January 13, 2012, Vandersloot is sentenced to 28 years in prison, two days after his guilty plea, Vandersloot is sentenced to 28 years behind bars and ordered to pay $75,000 to the victim's family. Holloway's family remains hopeful that Vandersloot will face additional punishment in the U.S. for extortion charges. However, they later learn that the convicted murderer won't be extradited to the United States for another quarter century. Special thanks to Fox News, CNN.com, Biography.com. Will the case of Natalie Holloway disappearance ever be truly solved, or will it remain a mystery? For Aaron Rubsey, I'm Daniel Hudson. See you soon.